don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. Curses. We are all aware of what a curse is. We have read about them in books and have seen plenty about them in the movies. Sometimes it's a cursed object like James Dean's car, Little Bastard, or Rudolph Valentino's ring. Other times, the curse is placed upon a person by another person, such as a witch or a gypsy, like in the movie Thinner by Stephen King. Curses have been around practically as long as man himself. But are curses real, or are they a figment of someone's imagination? Is the run of bad luck that they are experiencing after supposedly being cursed a coincidence, or are they subconsciously causing it themselves? If you ask Pat Montadon, she will tell you that curses are in fact real. Can evil, angry words actually carry any power all on their own? According to Pat Montadon, they can. Pat was a beautiful young blonde woman who gained fame in San Francisco in the 1960s hosting a local television show. She gained national fame when she was listed in Esquire magazine as one of the top hosts in the entire country. Suddenly her picture was appearing everywhere. She seemed to have it all. Looks, money, fame and a curse. Pat was known for her extravagant star-studded parties at her town home on Lombard Street. At one of these parties, she decided to have a Zodiac theme and invited a tarot card reader. Everyone was having a great time when things took a dramatic turn. Pat had promised to bring the tarot reader a drink, but she had forgotten. When she passed by, he had asked about the drink. Pat said, I'm sorry, I'll go get you one, but he didn't allow her to finish. He bolted to his feet and explained loudly that he had never been so insulted in his entire life. Quivering with rage, he said that he had never been treated so rudely. He called Pat an insufferable, ungracious hostess. He was leaving, but not before he made certain that she would never have any happy moments in that house again. He stared at Pat and said, I lay a curse upon you and this house. I do not forget and I do not forgive. Remember that. Those words would haunt Pat for years. Her house was repeatedly vandalized and had a deadly fire. She was involved in several automobile accidents and her career declined steadily. 
Her reputation was soiled by rumors and her romantic relationships all fizzled and failed. She experienced extensive cold spots in the house. Locked windows would somehow unlock and open themselves. Two of her close friends, who also lived in the house, committed suicide on separate occasions. Repeated death threats forced her to get around-the-clock security. The most tragic of these events was the death of her close friend and secretary, who died in what San Francisco Fire Department called one of the most mysterious fires that they had ever investigated. The fire was at her home on June 20, 1969. The fire had started in the master bedroom where Mary Louise Ward had been sleeping while Pat was out of town. She was found in the bed. Firemen had difficulty getting into the front door because it was dead bolted and chained from the inside. Mary starting the fire by accident from smoking in the bed was ruled out because she did not smoke. There were also no candles in the room. The bedroom was also locked from inside, so it was not possible that a guest had started the fire. The autopsy showed that Mary was dead before the fire, but a cause of death was not determined. There was no evidence of heart failure, drugs, or alcohol. Her organs were in great shape, and she had not been suffocated. Her death today still remains a mystery, as does the fire. Pat moved from the townhouse, but continued to be haunted by her experience. Scared for the safety of the new tenants, Pat hired two psychic investigators to visit the house. Jerry Patton and Nick Nocerino did a thorough investigation of the townhome. Nocerino did not know anything about Pat's experiences in the home. He was able to pick up on not only her experiences, but those of tenants before Pat. His impressions were very specific, including names and details. Pat later found through research that prior tenants had indeed suffered through tragic events such as divorce, suicide, and great personal loss. The strangest incident involved pictures that Nick Nocerino took inside the home. They revealed weird light configurations despite the absence of artificial lights. Some prints clearly show a woman bending over a drawer with one hand raised as if she was surprised by what she found. The image is not on the negative, but clearly on the printed picture. In an effort to verify the authenticity of the photographs, Pat arranged to have the pictures reprinted under specific laboratory conditions with five individual witnesses present. Shapes appeared on the prints that were not on the negatives, including the ghostly woman. There also seemed to be light coming from an unknown source. The entire roll of film was shot in the house, so possibility of double exposure was ruled out. Pat Montadon said that she does not feel like the events that she had experienced had anything to do with the curse that the tarot card reader had placed on her. She does, however, feel that something that night may have unleashed something evil that was already there. Nick Nocerino performed an exorcism on the house. Pat said that it was hard for her to give validity to an exorcism, but she did feel at ease with the house after it was complete. Was Pat Montanon really cursed? Who knows, but if you promise a tarot card reader a drink, you might want to make that a top priority.
So 